0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and we talked about understanding the seasons of life and which one you are in today. For episode number 414, we are creeping up there. We are going to talk about changing your perception versus changing your behavior and why that is important to you.
1: So this is one of my favorite topics. I talk about this all the time on the Mastermind Mondays that we do and also with my clients. First and foremost, fair warning, fair warning. Kevin and I have been in the studio all day. What have we done, Kev?
0: Uh, so I had a coaching call, and then from the coaching call, we got on a podcast. Alan and I were guests together. From that, we interviewed Prepo, who you guys are going to hear on Sunday. Yep, Fire fire episode about relationships then we jumped on a live summit where we spoke to some kids and then we had our call with Dave Meltzer and in between that we were masterminding the whole time uh, my beautiful girlfriend packed us a nice little lunch which we had so we have been at it like pouring out since uh, realistically I've been in the studio since nine but you know I've been hammering since 5 a.m. and it's now 8 30 p.m. so it's been a long day we might giggle if we giggle giggle along with us This is going to be a fun episode, but it's going to be something that is super important and super valuable to you guys.
1: Kevin gets really, really funny when we're cooked, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I have trouble not laughing hysterically. Also, shout out to Taryn. Thank you so much for packing us lunch for Marathon Thursday. Yes, appreciate you. Really, really appreciate you. The cookies were amazing. Just hammered a, a muffin. Oh, yeah. Blueberry. 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 Okay. So, perception versus behavior. So, when you have a pain in your life, all that is is an emotional signal trying to tell you to change something. You can change either your perception or your behavior. The The example that I usually use is, many of our listeners know, I tried to quit drinking for a really long time. I often say how it took me five years to actually quit drinking because I just kept making the mistake and, and really getting back on the wagon. So, for me, weddings were my kryptonite. I would go to a wedding, I'd feel socially anxious because it's a bunch of people in a room, all dressed up with small talk, not hyper-conscious talk, and I was uncomfortable. Now, you can either wait and not drink and stay true to yourself or you can go open bar it's free one drink turns to two two turns into four four turns into eight and eventually there's an after party and there's an after after party and then the next day i woke up super hungover i was in providence and i told myself i'm never drinking again here's the problem A week goes by, I see all the photos posted on Facebook, now my association to the pain is gone, and now it's all the positive affirmations of the beautiful time I had with all these wonderful people from college. So then by the time the next wedding comes, I forgot about the pain and didn't change my behavior. Instead, my story I told myself was that it was worth it. And so I'm hoping that you out there listening or watching this on YouTube, there's probably something in your life you've been trying to change for a really long time. For me, it was drinking, okay? You have an association to the pain. There's a reason you want to change it, and it's most likely pain. You can either change your perception or you can change your behavior. Most people change their
0: perception because that's the easier option. Yeah, it's, it's far easier because it's almost instant. You right. can very easily change your perception versus your behavior. Like, your behavior is a commitment. It's going to be painful because that means you have to face the truth. You, you're going to be exposed to the truth a lot longer. Right, right. so uh, what would be a
1: good analogy? One of them is way easier, <clears throat> right? I can just tell myself a new story yeah. about drinking rather than actually having to spend the five years trying to change. Yeah, imagine this. You open up a door,
0: that room is on fire. In order to change your perception, you close the door and walk away. That room is not on fire anymore. You don't have to deal with it. Or you change your behavior of saying like, oh, wow, I have to go into this room now and extinguish the fire. The analogy uh, I like to use is covid Let's make sure I can get this right this time. This is the second time we shot this episode. Just just so you know. Full disclosure. Um, So when COVID happened, I changed my perception and said I am not going to be able to exercise to the capability I want to. I'm okay with that. Because the gym's closed. The gym is closed. I don't have access to heavy dumbbells and that stuff. And I don't, honestly, and this is just my take, I have no interest in going for runs. Like, that's just not my jam. Right. Doesn't and this... your perception also was that it wouldn't be as long as... I didn't expect you it, didn't to be, it to be... You didn't know it to be that long. Yeah. To, to be that long, honestly. Yeah. And that's, that's low awareness, right. which is also another point to add to this, too. But right. I think a lot of people change their perception like that forever. Right. Right? For me, I changed my perception... And I decided my behavior will change when the gyms open back up. The day the gym opened back up in Massachusetts, I was there. You know, I was there at 5 a.m. ready to roll. I think I've taken two, maybe three days off since. Uh, and I'm fully after it. I'm dieting. I'm losing weight. Cool. Right? But for me, I changed my, I just changed my perception to get through COVID. Because right. I knew it wasn't for me. And everybody's saying, like, well, Kev, you know, you could buy some dumbbells. You could do at-home workouts. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Right, So for me, changing my perception was easier, and I think it actually served me. I think a lot of people, when they change their perception, it doesn't serve them. Well, what's
1: interesting about this, you ever hear that, what is it, um, the serenity prayer? Uh, God, yeah. please grant me the strength to, to accept the things I cannot change, and the wisdom to change, or no, and the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. So there's certain things out there, and I butchered that by the I way. I heard it in it. a 50 Cent song, actually. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah seriously. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, seriously. He says it at the beginning. Nice. So there's certain things out there that you cannot change. Like Kevin talks often about him being insecure that he's short. I'll give you an example: of just me being vulnerable. Yeah, no, I didn't enough about me, you know. When I <laughs> when I broke my nose way back in the day, I didn't like it, and I could either decide to go get some sort of surgery or accept the nose that I have if it's something you can't change or decide not to as long as you're choosing consciously that's a good thing, like you with the gym. I think as long as you're not kidding yourself and you you chose consciously then you're you're good so if you're out there listening right now there's something think of the thing you want to change let's let's do that right now too uh is
0: what what do you want to change besides whatever's on your face? I don't know, man I think my face is bleeding what do I want to change? yeah. Um, I want to be wealthy. Like, okay, so, I want to be very financially free. Okay,
1: so let me reframe the question. We all have something that's causing us pain right now. Um, what about your current financial situation is causing you pain? I can't provide for Taryn at the, the high level I want to. Okay. Now, this is an awesome exercise. I'm going to get Kevin to place his awareness on the pain of that. Okay, so I want you to focus on <clears throat> what would you like to give Taryn... That you currently cannot because of your own financial lack of success. Freedom. Okay. So place your awareness on that. Does that feel good? Uh, It feels good knowing I can do it eventually.
0: It doesn't feel good knowing it's not now.
1: Right. Okay. So this is what most people do. Most people will avoid placing their awareness on the thing that's painful. That's like Kevin said about closing the door with the fire in it. The fire is still happening, but you close the door and pretend Mm -hmm. it's not there. So, for example, whatever it is for you, place your awareness on something painful and watch it amplify. When you see someone complaining, some people complain just to vent and to complain, but some people complain, and Mark Cuban actually talks about this a lot, like, some people complain to place their focus on the problem so that they amplify the pain so they actually change. And so, whatever it is out there causing you pain... You can either change your behavior or your perception. Most people are subconsciously just continuously changing their perception. And I think that that's a huge mistake. Change your perception when it's necessary. Change your behavior when that's more appropriate. And so, for example, let's say you promise yourself today, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow, okay? It's, it's, and I'm going to go to the gym at 10 a.m. It's 9.30 and I'm 15 minutes from the gym and I'm lacing on my shoes, All of a sudden, this new story starts coming of like, well, I kind of have all this work to do. Like, ah, I don't really feel that good today. I'm a little lethargic. Now you're changing the story instead of changing your behavior and following through on the promise you made to yourself. I feel like human beings do this all the time and we are so full of excuses and I'm guilty of it. Kevin's guilty of it. Try to get better practice. I want you to change your relationship to pain. I want you to build a relationship with pain so that it will serve you rather than control you.
0: I think the most of the things that people, like if you're changing your perception and not your behavior, it could be because you're afraid. It, be, it could be because you're unaware of how to change the behavior. Right. You don't know that behavior well enough. I, I see that a lot with, with clients early in business. Yeah. Because my question is always... <clears throat> will your current behaviors get you the goals that you want? And a lot of times the answer is no, but they've changed the perception or they're not aware enough to To know know. that it won't. Right? So it's my job and this is This is deeper. It's my job to change your perception, which then allows you to change your behavior. I'll change your perception for you, and then I'll help you change your behavior. But the only reason I know that your perception is wrong is because mine was too at one point. Exactly. And now it's, I mean, obviously, my perception is still wrong about a lot of things. Right. Right? Because I haven't reached that level of awareness yet. Um, But I think that's, it's hard. It's hard. Changing your behavior is hard. Especially when you can just pretend it's not, you don't have to.
1: Right. There's a lot of environmental factors. I I sent a TED Talk to Emilia today about changing your behavior. And there were six different factors. You know how um, people have like a sober house and people go there to get sober? Mm -hmm. And then when they go home, the environmental triggers that originally caused the addiction or, or were part of it are back and they end up going back? Well, this TED Talk is about why that is. The sober house is designed... To have an environment that sets you up for success, I'll give you an example. It removes behaviors. It, 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 yeah. It removes the triggers and the rewards of the behaviors and the ability. In a lot of cases, the ability exactly. to behave because there's no access right. to the alcohol. Hey, in this out. Exactly. And so, and there's consequences to dr- and all that. So here's what's interesting. And in the TED Talk, they do a tug of war. They're all wearing T-shirts, and each each of the six people has like one of them is your, your the culture. The, like the mm. sober house culture. One of them is triggers, right? And there's a tug of war. And what they do on stage is like, okay, come over to this side. Okay, come over to this side. Basically, they, they compare sober house to home environment. And they realize you're, you're trying to use your willpower to, to fight against all these other externals and thinking that you can win that game when you really can't. Mm. So this is my example. Super simple, super tangible. Imagine you're doing a marathon in three months from right now. If you're doing a marathon, let's say Kevin and I both doing a marathon three months from now. No, okay, I know you're not, but imagine hypothetical. Won't do it. it. I wouldn't do it. Okay, if I don't run today, and I'm doing a marathon three months from now, I have more pain associated to not running than Kevin does if he chooses not to do it. So imagine he's not running a marathon; he's just trying to get in shape, quote unquote. I want to be healthy. That's what most people say in the gym. Okay, I'm running a marathon in three months. I am going to be embarrassed around my friends and family if I don't run consistently and train for this marathon, whereas Kevin is not. So he's more likely to change his story to himself of, you know what, I don't really feel like running today. You know what, I'm lethargic. Whereas with me, I have more pain associated to not running than running. Kevin and I do this podcast. If we're not on point in our own personal development, we can't communicate effectively and congruently with all of you. Therefore, we will have more pain to being off point than someone who doesn't have that accountability. And so you have to kind of Miyagi yourself to have a relationship with pain. And this is why we talk about why power When you think about Taryn and you being the financial bottleneck, that's far more leverage on yourself to get you
0: to amplify the pain and change your behavior than if it was just for you. Well, the problem is most people, like you said, most people aren't willing to tap into that. I know there's a reason I know exactly what triggers me in terms of like there, I cry at the same things every time I give a speech. Like there's a reason I know what moves me, which is great. But I all, <clears throat> excuse me, and I also know what brings me pain. The same thing that moves me forward is also my pain in a good way. Like I don't I don't mean in a bad way. Like if I want to really get motivated, think of holding Taron back. That right. does it. Like that'll do it. Think of holding Allen back, the team back, right. right? Not inspiring more people. You know, think think of it like that. Um, I think you have to. My throat, man, from talking so much. Want some water? No, I have some, but my throat. I think my voice is going because I've been talking all day. Yeah. Um, I think you have to. You have to understand that it's going to seem a little foreign at first. Right, especially
1: if you've been subconsciously avoiding pain. Which you probably have, because yeah.
0: that's most people's... That's human nature. Yeah. It's human nature. Because the other thing, too, is like, you don't even know what's going to happen when you change your behavior. In a weird way. You you know what you want to happen, right? but it, you're probably going to fail along... You're going to fail along the way. And you also have to believe it's worth the pain. Yeah. I, I One one great example is uh, a mutual friend of ours who we used to hang out with. Uh, he... Gained a lot of weight, and instead of buying new jeans, he bought new sweatpants because he knew if he bought jeans, he'd have to face the fact that his size changed. I know, but jeans are—I don't know—small, medium, large, XL, whatever. If you don't like stepping on the scale, this is the same thing. Yeah, you're you you're avoiding pain. Yeah, it's interesting because it's one of those—it's—it's thi- it's very much this like self ownership. Like, it's not my job to say, "Hey, look, you know, you've really been changing your perception lately, and you're not changing your behavior." But the thing is. That door that you closed with the flames behind it, that will burn the house down eventually. It's, just, it's gonna take longer and it's gonna be more painful. Right. right. That could manifest as anything. If that's a conversation, then instead of saying, okay, I should really bring this conversation up, and I'm guilty of this, I'm, right? I'm guilty we of all this are. for sure. We all. Um, I'm gonna change my perception and say, ah, you know, I don't wanna hurt Taryn. Right. Like, that'll hurt her. Well, that never gets solved
1: it's just like when i was being late at when we got the studio yeah. after quarantine cuz during quarantine we did zoom and when we got the studio i was failing forward a little bit of trying to figure out traffic and all that stuff in my in my perception it was a 30 minute drive when in reality it's 38 plus traffic so and you you didn't want to hurt my
0: feelings no 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 not a fan
1: right but yet that will fester if you don't communicate what's painful to you because yeah. it's either you give me the pain or you just hold on to it and shoulder it all yourself. I, was,
0: I think, and it's interesting because when you get he, when you got here, anytime you get here and you're late, I'm resentful. There's a little bit of resentment built up and we're always off. I know. And always off. And, and, pre-po and so it's more pain too because the listeners don't get as much value and we, we sense and that then, so it's And then even more, I'm unresourceful, you're unresourceful, we're far more likely to change our perception then we are to change our behavior in that moment. So it just keeps going and going and going and going. Right. Instead, you had a tough conversation with me. We both did.
1: Fortunately, I brought it up. And I said, is there anything I'm missing? And I've been on time ever since, every single time except once. And I was only two minutes late that time. And even that was an hour early because of the new structure we put in place to the interview. And so if you're out there right now, your relationship to pain is going to dictate so much of your life. There's a difference between pain and suffering. Pain is feedback, okay? If my right foot hurts, that is an emotional signal, a physical signal to my central nervous system that my foot is injured. So maybe don't change, change your behavior. Maybe don't run today on that ankle. Wait till it heals, right? If you're in pain in any area of your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or financially, it is because there's something that needs to change. Suffering is the meaning you associate to the pain. In other words, there's a big difference between I did a math test and I got a 70, that's painful, let me change my behavior and study harder next time, versus I'm dumb. Suffering is when you say I'm dumb and you stay there. And then you live a life where you feel dumb. And so I think pain is a good thing, Suffering's bad. And, and I guess the last question I'll ask is Kevin, is can you give me one example where you changed your perception and it was a good thing. And then one example where you changed your behavior and it was a good thing. And then the opposite in both of those. Jesus, man.
0: Four-part question. You yeah, got this. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Last thing to wrap up. Uh, yeah. t- you know, Two minutes and 16 30 seconds. 16-hour day. Voice going. Something what was the first one? Just wanted okay. to one at a yeah, time. Yeah, one at time. Up, Okay, one at a number, time.
1: number one. Yes. A time when you changed your perception
0: and it was a good thing. Changed my perception changed my perception of anxiety anxiety is not anxiety it is bottled up excitement cool okay now a time where you changed your behavior and that was
1: appropriate that was a good thing Changed my
0: behavior. uh honestly f- mobility for me so i i would kind of have the perception of like i'm just injury prone i lift a lot of heavy weight like, I, my, my shoulders have always given me problems. And then I started doing mobility consistently, and my shoulder felt and was way more flexible than it had ever been. I was stronger than I had ever been. My shoulder's actually bothering me now, and I've actually taken a step back in mobility. I wonder if, that's, if that has anything to do with it. Um, so, yeah, mobility, for sure.
1: Fire. Okay, now, where have you changed your perception when you should have changed
0: your behavior? Oh, man. Where have I changed my perception when I changed my behavior? Dude, honestly, man... I'm going to be vulnerable here. We were talking about this earlier. The porn thing for me. Like, I, I want to lean into that more because I don't think I ever gave em- enough credit to what that actually was. Like, an addiction to porn. Um, I think my perception was very similar to the alcohol thing. right? right? Everybody's you doing it. Y- right. That, and, you w- and it's like, well, it's not. there's nothing wrong with me. It's, it's normal. Right. It's normal. So you watch it, and you regret it. And then by the time you're ready to watch it again, it's you're like, oh, you know, right? nothing bad happened. Right. Nothing bad happened until you're 24 years old and you have sexual dysfunctions, right? Like that, that's pretty bad. That's right. pretty bad. Right. So it took that. And then you changed when you had the pain well, was great enough. It, it took that pain. I know. It took that pain. Yeah. And then it also took knowledge. It took the knowledge of me doing research of like, what is actually happening here? Yeah. And sorry if this is TMI, but I wanted to use a real example of like, I I changed my perception for a long time. Yeah. Like, we're talking years, like six, seven years. And then when I change my behavior, th- and this is the thing, it took years for the behavior change to actually manifest as something. Right. It's like, just like if you quit smoking, if you smoke, you can change your perception and say, you know what, we're all gonna die anyway. Oh my God, it's that's an, an argument deal. people use
1: all the time. Right? It makes no sense. Then by the way.
0: something might happen. Your son or daughter might come up to you and say, hey, you know, I really wish you'd quit smoking. Like, I, wanted, I want you to see my marriage. I want you to see me get married and meet your grandkids. Oh, my God. Wow. That really moved me. You change your behavior. I did that with my mom. She did quit you? smoking. Yeah, my I was mom. 11. My mom quit, too. Yeah. Um, then you change your behavior. The problem is the damage that you have done, is it's going to take years to reverse. Right. It's like that with a lot of our, and maybe I won't use this, the term uh, damage, but impact. We'll say Impact. That has happened. It's going to take you years to reverse that. If this is like a big, you can't even reverse some of it. Some of it you can't. Yeah. Some of it you can't. What but, I did to my mind with alcohol is irreversible. Yeah, but it's important to, it's important to switch from perception to behavior, because what's I mean, what's the other road? You just keep hammering, hammering down the track, right? Exactly, exactly. And I told my
1: myself a story that drinking was normal. But here's the problem: Dr- drinking was normal in my environments. Right. I was attracting what I was. Right. If I'm, if I'm big into drinking alcohol and partying, naturally I'm going to attract other people that have that core value. And so then I'm going to think it's normal.
0: Yeah, but I think everybody thinks what they do is normal.
1: Which is not true. Even if you do it That's to why excess. awareness is so important. That's yeah. why hyper-consciousness is so important and why it's so important to get outside your... That's why I think travel is so important. You realize that your environment is... is Jeffing. Jeffing. It's di- like It's different. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily normal. It's just what you're used to. And you don't admit it either.
0: That's the other thing, too. Like, you don't really admit. What do you mean? Like, it takes you admitting. Nobody knows what you actually think about your behaviors other than you. Right. Right? And it comes down to standards as well. No one ever told me I was an alcoholic.
1: No one ever told me I had a drinking problem. Because compared to people in my life, I didn't. I was always fun and loved. You know what I mean? But I knew I had a higher standard. And and, uh, when I raised my standard, that's when I had to... When you raise your standards, you'll amplify pain. That's a
0: fascinating thing. Raise your standards. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because, like, again, you have a higher standard for being on time. Yep. You're always early. So if you were late, you're going to give yourself more pain than, if I, than I used to. Now I give myself more pain, which is how I change my behavior. So that's our relationship to pain. Last question for Kevin, and we'll go. Quickly. Very quickly. Quickly. Where did you change your behavior when you should have changed your perception? This one's fire. Where did I change Where did you need a reframe, a new story?
0: Uh, early in my coaching, I, par- I kind of partially fell out of love with mindset coaching, but it's because I had the wrong view of the people that I was working with. So I changed my behavior by stopping it when I should have changed my perception of saying, well, not everybody wants to be the best in the world at the things that they're doing. Some people just want to be happy. It's fire. Folks, if you're out there right now, Kevin and I are doing this
1: all the time. We're trying to figure out all the time, every episode, every mastermind, all the time, how can we change our perception, raise our awareness, or our behavior, and, and how do we do which when it's which? Aristotle, real quick, oh boy. do the right thing. That's what people say. Do the right thing. Aristotle says, how do you do the right thing, in the right way, with the right intention, in the right amount, with the right people, under the right circumstances? That is hyperconsciousness. That's what this episode was about. And uh, also... Also, masterminds every Monday, Ma- 6 every p.m. Monday. Eastern Standard this Time. Monday, this Monday, we
0: are going to have my client and now friend, and he's been a podcast guest, the one and only John Larito. John Larito has been in the financial services industry for two and a half decades. He has been into leadership his whole life. He is an absolute expert when it comes to leadership and building successful teams and leading yourself. He's got a podcast called Tomorrow's Leader, which... I take care of for him. Mm. Uh, and also, what else was I going to say? Oh, he's spoken in front of thousands of people. Like the, John is so next level, but he's also the most down-to-earth guy on the face of the earth. So Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, John will be there live and in person, and he will be talking all about leadership. Do not miss this, guys. He is so wise. Uh, we are blessed to to know him. And just so you know, the episode that we had him on was one of
1: our highest hitters. So... People resonate with him, especially listeners of this show. If you enjoy the show, you will love John. Please join us. Also, free 30-minute calls with myself or Kevin. Go to the website, thehyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on Coaching. Zero to Podcast is Kevin. Thanks, Peak man. Performance Business is Alan, which is me. That is you. And uh, thank you again
0: for listening. This was a fire episode. Really quickly, our next episode is with the one and only Prepo Teplitsky. Prepo. Prepo. He is a relationship expert. Uh, he is... I don't remember the exact terminology of what he is, but he's like a relationship counselor. Over the last 15 years, he has helped thousands of couples and individuals change their relationships or change their relationships with one another. Very deep episode about relationships, but so many awesome takeaways. Prepo is an amazing guy. You are absolutely gonna love him. His energy is fire, and uh, we dove deep into relationships. If you have a relationship, if you failed in a relationship, if you want a relationship, this is the episode for you. It is up next. Do not miss it.
1: Prepo's amazing. (laughs) Literally, Emilia learns from him and has for the last couple years, and it's made a world of difference in my relationship, and I'm so, so grateful he came on the show. So that was, honestly, he's going to blow your mind. Nothing short of that. I couldn't oversell it if I tried.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this We hope you enjoyed that. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends.
1: And if you have any questions, please reach
0: out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.